0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. With host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held, if the team drops the ball. Dave Cariello of Pronounce Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die?
3: Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They'd get (laughs) his... I don't
2: even have a joke, Dave! Dave smells
1: like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malgrove.
2: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House. 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can watch LSU against Mississippi State this weekend. Hopefully they'll have a game. Uh, You can watch the (laughs) Saints Sunday at 3 um, you can watch Tulane. Hopefully, score. Um, oh my God! The the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. They have 136 draft beers. That's where you want to be for football season. If you're in Baton Rouge, you're in Louis- or in New Orleans, or Gonzales, or wherever, go there. They're awesome. You should yeah. support them because they support us. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court. Baton Rouge, uh,
3: they they got they got flat screens out the wazoo, and uh, they have a projector, a big screen projector, which they put their featured game on always LSU or Saints, so uh, you can get it on the big screen.
2: Yeah, um, do we? The Saints just looked horrific against Green Bay uh, and went 0 and 4, second time ever, which is surprised the hell out of me that the Saints had managed to go winless in the preseason only one other time in their history. Uh, 1971. In case you were wondering, they went four, eight, and two. The other time they went winless. So, um,
3: history is on our side. the regular season, you mean? Yeah,
2: in the regular season, two yeah. ties. That's whack. Um, so, um,
3: I don't think they had overtime back then.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think they do. So, I'll start with you, Dave. The roster, biggest surprise that you were like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." With the with the roster.
4: Um. I, I'm kind of I'm surprised that they only kept four receivers. To be honest with you, I'm surprised that they cut Josh Morgan and Joe Morgan. Um, I'm also surprised that they only kept two tight ends. They're very, I, I guess I guess the whole surprise thing is is the way they've got the offense set up with with five running backs, which I don't think they've ever done, um, at least not under Sean Payton, and then four wide receivers and two tight ends. So. Um, that was very surprising, but um, I, I'm assuming, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that they had kept an extra running back because they were unsure about Kyrie Robinson or whatever, and, and maybe as he gets healthy, you know. And T.J. Spiller's hurt, too. Uh, and, right, it was, right, of course. How <laughs> could I forget T.J. Spiller, who I, I'm seriously concerned about and wouldn't be surprised if they, like, put him on IR. Um whether that's for the full year or for designated to return, you Either can only do surprising. one of those, right? You can only one guy. You can only you, you can only, yeah, only you can only put one player one time on IR designated to return, um, and you could do it at any point during the season. Um, so I'm I'm assuming maybe once they once they get a little bit healthier at running back, they might drop, uh, you know, like Tim Hightower, and add. Um, either Chantavius Jones or R.J. Harris, who were on the practice squad, I guess they can, they can get Joe Morgan back if he hasn't signed with anybody. Um, but, uh, so I would say that was probably the biggest surprise for me.
2: Uh, Andrew, um, your, your biggest surprise that you, that you saw for the roster
3: yeah, I don't think the five running backs is a big surprise for me uh, with the two injuries. You know, Kyrie is not 100%. And he C. tweeted Killed today he's for fine, Andrew. Weeks. He tweeted Yeah, it. he tweeted today he's fine. So, you know, maybe once C.J. Spiller is back, I, I think Tim Hightower is on borrowed time. I think once he's gone. He, I, I agree with Dave on the receiver. Um, that was the biggest surprise to me that they only went with four. Uh, I figured you know, Morgan would that was kind of a prediction, and it looked unfair like that was going to be the case. Uh, and then obviously he gets cut later, and uh, he's so they, they roll with four. And the fact that they have two receivers on the practice squad makes me think that they probably will just roll with four, at least for now. Um, so that was probably my biggest surprise. I mean, I can't say there were too many guys um, that made the team. Most of it was expected. Um, I, another big surprise for me was that Right now there's only there, there's no safeties on well, the we'll practice get, squad. Well,
2: We'll get to that because good okay. Jaris bird we, me and you have a theory, and I actually might have to I might actually have some breaking news with Jaris Bird. Kevin, I'm really sad that they cut uh, Stanley Jean-Baptiste because me and you, well Kevin of course drops out right as I go to him with the, the, the plan Kevin held hit it out of the park. Um, but I was, I was sad that they cut Stanley Jean-Baptiste. Because the pi- I have like no more, um, I have like no more pirate pi- jokes. Pirate jokes.
4: Um, well, They weren't that good to begin with. So. The
2: pirate jokes were really good, man. <laughs> I lo- I love the pi- I love the pirate jokes. Um,
4: That's the joke. That there, there was no other joke. It was you just called him the pirate. That was the whole joke.
2: <laughs> it's like, it's like we try to get we try to get held back, but I mean, like, oh man, this the, the thing is with with. Um, with Stanley Jean Baptiste is that uh, Kevin, are you back?
1: Yeah, yes, yes I am.
2: Kevin, they they cut the pirate, and I know you are as sad as me about them cutting with Stanley Jean Baptiste because our that's a that's a that's a fertile, fertile place for me and you to have jokes. But Kevin, is it fair to say now that since Brandon Cooks is the only person left from the twenty fourteen draft, the Saints could have purchased Mike Tillier's draft book let me and you run the draft, and given us a fifth of crown, and we'd have done at least as good as them and found them one player that would have been worthwhile?
1: Uh, I, they, they could have done – listen, you could have taken the Mike Petillier book. They could have let me do it based <laughs> off of just, you know, picking up – Picking up a copy of the Sporting News, and the Sporting News has, I think, been out of publication for a couple of years now.
2: I, I want Tony Madrich in round one.
1: Right? I mean, I, I mean, like obviously, like that, that's my biggest surprise. Like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to double up the whole thing about the four wide receivers or the five running backs. Oh, and I'll make a bold prediction. I say they trade Tyree Robinson. Mm. Um. Um. Like, my thing is, they they get rid of Stanley Jean Baptiste, and it's not like, like, it's not like he was, you know. He went unclaimed. I almost want to say, no, 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 right, exactly. But, by cutting him, you are essentially admitting to everybody at large that your 2014 draft sucked.
2: I think they did that when they fired everybody, though, at the Senior Bowl. I I, I guess. I guess.
0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Yeah, but
3: I, I think how it played out with Powell and Jean-Baptiste and, and Sinceri, and I realize some of those guys were injured, but the fact that they just unloaded
4: every single one this this, this season is brutal. Right. Well, you know what? Right. Consider the alternative, right. and that's holding on to them yeah, and, sure. just, and just suffering with them and being having a terrible team. So, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm glad that they're man enough. To but I, I, don't,
3: I, I, I literally, other than Ricky Williams, which doesn't count because they traded an entire class for him, I, I literally cannot remember a time when as bad as the Saints, as bad as their history is, as bad as, uh, at drafting as they've been historically – I cannot remember a time where they drafted, and a year later there was one guy left on the team on the fifty-three man roster. I mean that that has got to be in terms of drafting futility. One year later, that has got to be one of the all-time worst drafts in NFL history.
2: There's a Saints draft. I want to say it's a it's bum had a really great draft, but he had a really bad draft too. Whoever that is, mute yourself. Held. Held. No, that's not me. Is it, is Juge, are you dumping a body somewhere? I think Juge is like, dumping a body sounds like an AM radio gone bad.
4: (laughs) Sounds like a ham radio.
2: It does. No, but I was going to say is there's there's a draft that Bum Phillips had that was really bad. The thing that Bum Phillips used to do, which was awesome, because the NFL draft used to be 12 rounds, Bum used to have this theory that the, the rounds, like, 8 to 12 were garbage. So he would trade, like a, like, a 9, 10, 11, and 12th round pick for an extra 4 so he could go to the fairgrounds earlier. And I want to say, like, one of the years, like, he traded, like, 4, like, like the last four rounds for like an extra four and they just bombed on like everybody. Like I want to say that was the Lindsey Scott, the year they picked Lindsey Scott, but it was it was as bad as this one. But I mean, they ended up with one guy and people people on Twitter are arguing with, "Well, what if he ends up in the Hall of Fame?" I'm like, "So what? You got one guy. That's it. That doesn't make it it doesn't make Brandon Cooks is in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make the draft
4: good." You know? Um well. I mean, it might—it certainly makes it a little bit more palatable.
2: Uh, Andrew, you back? Barely. Barely. All right, <laughs> Andrew and me—we've we around this theory on Jared's bird, and, and I know. Look, I am—we I, I, don't break news here. I'm not a big sources guy. Hashtag um, sources. Hashtag sources. But I do. I, I do <laughs> still have two saint sources that are terrible, and I never ever use them. But this time, I'm gonna—I'm gonna become the crippled Adam Schefter. And I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal it to you. I got a text from my saint source today. He said it's, cripples, it's
4: cripple shifter. It's cripple shifter.
2: It's cripple shifter. But here's what he texted me. He texted me, your Jarius Bird jokes are really funny, but you're gonna look stupid real soon. I texted back to him, how soon? And he said real soon.
4: Yes. Well, look, that 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 goes in line with what Ian Rappaport last night tweeted to me when I asked him. I mean, I asked him point blank if uh, what he had heard and and how soon we could expect him. Well, you held him at gunpoint. <laughs> no, he was just on Twitter. And, and he He's said, like, ask me anything,
2: just, and Dave jumped right in. Really, no, he, was, he
4: was. He was like, "What do you want to know?" And I'm like, "How specific can I make this question?" And uh, but he said that he was he was quote unquote rapidly recovering, and we should expect him back real soon. So, I mean, I feel like people are are putting it out there now. Uh, and, well, I mean, that's good, but like I said in that, when when I wrote, when I put a little post together about that, you know, my concern is, and we've talked about it on the podcast, is like, okay, well, that's great he's coming back, but he's missed all of training camp. He's four weeks behind schedule here. He's probably slightly out of shape, at least. Uh, He's uh, probably out of step. He... You know, he's he's still – I don't know how much he studies the playbook even when he's not playing, but, I mean, he still has little rapport with the players that are currently on the team. So it's like, well, at least to start with, we're really only getting a, a half half of a bird.
2: Well, Andrew, Andrew – <laughs>
4: one, one wing, maybe. One wing. Yeah. But
2: Andrew has, has I think, a really, really good theory on Jairus Bird, and it involves the Pelicans, which is – even more fascinating. Andrew, tell me, tell me, tell us your theory. I really like this theory. Well,
3: yeah, so, so I, I think first things first, it's, I go back to Ralph's comment that he learned from Buddy D a long time ago, which was, you know, always pay attention to what the Saints are doing, never listen to what they say. And, you know, I think if you look at the context clues, number one, there's only four safeties on the roster and they just cut Kenny Phillips and there's no safeties on the practice squad, no one that they can call up. So, Yes, sure, they, they could re-sign Kenny Phillips tomorrow, cut some guy, and then, and then that, that, that theory maybe is debunked. But at least for now, there's only four safeties on the roster. One of them is Jairus Bird. He hasn't been put on PUP. He hasn't been put on IR, and he's carrying one of these 53-man spots. So all of a sudden, you're starting to, to wonder, hey, they can't go into this game with three safeties. Are, are they going to play him week one? And so Ralph and I were talking about this, and I kind of batted out the theory. You know, we, we had gotten word from Kat Terrell on tweet yesterday, I believe, as well, uh, aside from the Ian Rappaport tweet, which was that he was seeing a specialist uh, for swelling in his knee, and that's why, you know, despite practicing at OTA's mini camps, he was out for training camp. Um, and then Ian Rappaport said that was going a lot better, and his knee felt a lot better. Um, so my theory was, and if you remember with the Pelicans, Eric Gordon didn't practice with the team, uh, didn't he had a similar issue with his knee uh, where he just couldn't get it right, and the Pelicans had paid a ton of money and had made a huge investment in this player, and they said, you know what? We've put too much money into you to not have you playing, so go see the specialist out in L.A. you're
4: special man. You're, you're, away, you're,
3: you're away from the team. Take the time that you need, but we need you to come back healthy and we need that knee fixed. So we would rather you, working with the specialist that knows what he's doing, then kind of rehabbing it with our team doctors, and you know, yes, you'll miss out on the reps, yes, you'll miss out on the stuff, but we we paid way too much money for for uh, to not be careful and make sure the knee is fine. And so, I know this. I know the organization. You know, the Pelicans and and, and Saints are owned by the same people. Um, we I know they have a guy in California that took took care of Eric Gordon. Um, I don't know where Jared Bird went. I don't know what specific specialist he went to see. But my theory is that. He hasn't been at training camp because he's been very specifically working with one guy who's been focused on his knee away from the team. And I don't know if he's going to be back week one. I don't know if it's going to be week two. But for me, I think it's just one of those things where the Saints went ahead and spent extra money to make sure he got specific care because they need a return on this huge investment. And
2: and because they're the CIA, they guard it like a state secret where the NBA is just more
4: open. That's exactly not right. Not playing? No problem. Mm. Get a specialist. Mm.
1: Let him have it. But I
3: agree. I, I agree with Dave that it's concerning that he hasn't practiced at all. He hasn't been around the team, and you know, it's one thing if you're Eric Gordon and you kind of come back and you start playing. Um, you kind of you kind of play your way into shape and, and play your way into the speed of the game and the NFL. It's a lot tougher to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, and don't they, don't
4: they say too like that if if you're playing and you're not 100% and you're slightly injured, don't they say that that that's uh, you're at a higher risk of injuring yes. yourself, you know, yes. or either re Because or your or your injury. body
3: is compensating in some way which leads right. you more right. more vulnerable to injuries elsewhere.
4: Right. And that's the other issue and that, and that's why that's why he very well may have been in the situation he's in now. He he might not have been totally healthy when he started playing. Uh, last season, which is why he injured his knee. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah Kevin, let's play this scenario out to the most fun. Um, that Jaris Bird plays like 15 plays against Arizona, but he gets an interception. How smug and condescending would Sean Payton be in the in the press conference after towards the NOLA media if Jarius Bird made the winning play
1: versus Arizona?
3: I think he might go to the. Go ahead.
1: Uh, first of all, he will arrive to the press conference on a Segway <laughs> with no with with no pants. Uh, <laughs> with no yeah, yeah, uh, with with no pants.
4: On a Segway.
1: <laughs> he will then he will then take out all the juicy fruit in his hands, and he'll have, he'll start chewing one piece at a time. And as he calls on a reporter, he will spit out his gum at them. he <laughs> will it, be like Larry Holder. Puh. Jeff Duncan. Pure. I think Jeff Duncan would you know? get two pieces of gum. Jeff Duncan, you know, two pieces of That would be so,
4: Maybe Nick. Maybe Nick Underhill.
2: Oh my goodness!
4: Are we going to talk about that?
2: We might. We got, we no, got comment, tw- no comment. No We got Twitter. No questions. We got Twitter questions coming up. Um,
4: before we about get that.
2: About that, we got a lot. People uh, listen and people follow us on Twitter. They know. Um, we got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot of season prediction before we get to wins and losses. Um, Andrew, who catches yep. more passes? Josh Hill, Brandon Coleman, or Willie Sneed?
3: Yeah, my, my confidence in Josh Hill is, is a little low right now. South, South, I, just, I, I, I haven't seen enough of him in preseason. He's number two on the depth chart. I'm starting to think, you know, he, he's not going to catch more than twenty. 20 passes this year, so I will I will say I will say Brandon Coleman scores more touchdowns. Willie Snead catches more
4: passes. Interesting. I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to Coleman. You know it's close. Hill is out of it. Josh Hill is 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 absolutely not even in the running. I don't think. Watch him um, catch eighty balls. Now that we've Hey, coaches. you know what? More power to him. God bless him. Uh, but I, will I, I, just just to be contrarian and, and just because I think he's going to see like a lot of red zone targets, obviously. But uh, yeah, definitely Coleman. I think. It could how, be is that, how is that? contrarian to what mm-hmm. I said?
2: Kevin, who do you think?
4: Well, I thought you said I, I still. I mean, total passes. I, I think total receptions. I think that uh, Coleman will 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 still have more than Sneed. Yeah, Fair okay. enough, okay. Yeah. Kevin. Who, Fair do you,
2: enough. who do you think? Who yeah, do you? Can you re- repeat the last part of the question, please? <laughs> who catches more passes, Willie Sneed? There was only one question. Yeah, Willie Sneed. Who catches more passes, <laughs> yeah. Willie Sneed, Josh Hill, or Brandon Coleman?
3: The last part of the question oh, was well, Brandon, I- Brandon Coleman. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I I hate all of you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going with the. Uh, I'm going with the Adrian Arrington answer, and I'm saying Willie Sneed. Oh.
3: Yeah.
2: He, he's going to catch pass. He's not, he's not going to be like Andy Tanner and Arrington. And all
3: three of us are down on Josh Hill, man. No,
2: I'm, gonna, I'm saying Josh Hill. And here's my theory. Colston, in 06, they traded Stallworth. And they were like, we're going with Colston. And Colston didn't play hardly the whole preseason. And then they dropped him on Cleveland in the slot, and he caught a touchdown. And I think they're going to do that with Josh Hill. I think they got a whole package for Josh Hill, and they're going to drop it on Arizona. And Josh Hill is going to be awesome against Arizona, and he's going to catch more passes than the other two guys. That's my theory. I'm buying on Josh Hill. I'm not giving up on you. So... Second question, Kevin. I'll start with you.
3: Mark Ingram's catching more than all those guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kevin, next question for the defense. Does somebody for the Saints have more than four interceptions? Kevin, are you there? Are you muted? Are you petting the no,
1: dog? No, no. You have. You have to repeat the question. <laughs> Damn I it. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And they're now. I mean, quarters with four other people. All right.
2: Who is there going to be a person on the Saints defense that catches more than four interceptions?
1: Oh God. Uh. Yeah. Four. Four. Um,
2: yes. Yeah. Andrew.
1: Uh
3: no, I think maybe we'll have a couple with three if we're lucky.
2: Dave. No. No, it's not. The answer. The answer is no. The no catching motherfucking virus lives. Oops, I just cursed, but people <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. Um.
4: The NCMFers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I should have said that. All right. Um. Andrew. Oh.
4: Oh. By
3: the way, back to your original question. What was the biggest surprise about my ro- the roster?
2: Yeah. I
3: just realized it's all the UDFA is making the team at, on the defensive line. Because Every single can, one made it.
2: Because they can't draft. Well, they, for, cut,
3: they cut Mabry, but then they signed another practice squad. Right. Well, they cut Mabry, but then they signed some other defensive end because from they, some other team so because, that was undrafted. Because yeah, their drafting. Oh, really? Is, he was undrafted. Because they're yeah. drafting. Or like a been, seventh round pick. Because yeah. their
2: drafting has been awful, and that's why there's so many positions available. No, no,
3: I know. I mean, I, I know their drafting is awful, and I know. I, I'm just surprised they kept. All, all of them I'm well, surprised you think, do you that, think any of them would be I, I didn't expect I didn't expect Yules and travers Barnes and you know I, I'm blanking on the third guy's name but I, I didn't expect all of them to make the team. is any of Bobby them be, is any he of
2: wasn't. Andrew is any of them going to be Tyron Walker or are they all going to be Glenn Foster <sighs>
3: I haven't. I mean, Tyron Walker was a beast in preseason. I think. I think if you guys remember, he was so good that all of us were like, yeah, there's no way they can not let him go." Uh, none of these guys have jumped out like that so far. So yeah, I, I don't see any of these guys being Tyron Walker so far.
4: You know, I'm sitting here and we're talking about this, and I'm, and you know, we're talking about how sh- how how terrible they are at drafting, but we're talking about how good their undrafted free agents are. I I, I mean, really. Because their drafting was so bad, I think that's it. I, yeah, I think the Saints would wouldn't even have been as good as they have been during the Sean Payton area era if they didn't offset some of that terrible drafting with some really slam dunk home run, undrafted free agent pickups. I mean, if if they if if they were terrible in undrafted free agency as as bad as they are at drafting. I think they would have a significantly less talented roster. And on the other side of that token, just think if they were halfway decent at drafting, how much better of a team they might actually have.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's more a case of a bad drafting because you, if they drafted better, they just wouldn't have these open. They wouldn't have all these open slots on the defensive line. You know,
4: excellent. You know what? That's an excellent point. I mean, I, I give them
2: some credit for the undrafted free agents, but I was arguing with Nick Underhill. I was like, you know, it's because they suck at drafting that they have all these, like, Seattle and teams with really deep rosters don't have six undrafted free agents like the Saints had make the team in 2013. But, Kevin, question for well, you. Let,
3: let, let me guess. He took your argument completely in stride.
2: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he did. He, he, we, he took it in a completely different direction. Kevin, um, are you there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to be able to make meet the hawker jokes in December?
1: Uh, I mean there's only there's only like two or three that you can really make, but so I mean I mean so I think that you have to reword the question, will we be making the same three hawker jokes?
3: That's one or two more than pirate jokes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's
3: right.
1: Yeah, 2J. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: So we're still going to be making...
1: he'll still be on the team. He'll still be on the team. (laughs) Because I kind of think at this point, I kind of think at this point, Sean Payton might just throw up his hands and just say, fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing with a kicker.
3: Any chance Zach Cocker's white wife, his first name is Martha?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's why people listen to this podcast. All right. Um, we're going to save our silly predictions to the end. Um,
1: oh, actually, actually, speaking of... You ha- you in, ha- in,
2: in, Kevin has to go. So, Kevin, yeah. give us your... Uh, Saints season win prediction, and if it goes wrong, tell the people what you'll have to do.
1: Okay, so so uh, six and ten. Uh, I uh, you know wow uh, six and I, ten. Wow. I I, I, ho- I hope I'm, I listen. I'm I'm gonna go and cheer from the win and hope they win every single goddamn game. But I'm just I'm just feeling six and ten. And my, uh, what I'm wagering, I will, uh, for every, I guess, what is it, like for every game that I'm off? Yes. I, I, I have to, okay, so for every game that I am off, I will take a bare-chested uh, reverse knife-edge chop from, uh, from one of my wrestler friends, and these things hurt... <laughs> So
2: if they go like twelve and you'll, four, you'll
3: tweet you'll tweet a vine or whatever.
2: So if they go twelve and four, you yeah, might. Yeah. So if they go twelve and four, you might die.
1: Oh yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like like the the skin on my chest will probably be broken open.
2: Oh, that's lovely. So yeah. thanks, thanks for that, Kevin. And, and uh, go back. Uh, yeah, trying to, yeah, tweet
1: well with that. Yeah.
2: So uh, go back to your barbecue and try to get you a lady friend.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll work on that. I, I'm really, I'm really hoping the Saints. I'm really hoping the Saints
2: go 12 and four now because, because a because a, a vine of Kevin just laid out would just be marvelous. No,
4: six vines.
2: Six, yeah, that would be marvelous. Might have to YouTube that, Kevin. <laughs> I'll,
4: I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it.
2: I'll put it on my
1: Facebook page.
4: All
2: right. Thank you, sir.
1: Good night.
2: Good night. God bless. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be alive next week. All right. Um, all right. You know he he bailed on us, and I wanted to mock him, but I'm going to mock him anyway. Um, for the auction draft that we did, uh, <laughs> and thanks to everybody for playing. Kevin didn't spend like twenty six of his twenty six dollars of his salary cap. That's worse than me last year just running out of money.
4: He's the anti um, saint. He's
2: the anti saint. He was like hoarding it under his bed, thinking that he can convert it to real money. <laughs> um, but oh, I mean, he's the Jacksonville
4: Jaguars. He
2: is, and he's I just converted wanna,
4: it uh, to Bitcoin.
2: But we, we're pumped. We have the we have the adult league. We have the children's league, which Andrew was in. Um, so we're, we're, we're thankful for, for everybody that played, um, and we also just want to remind
3: you. I, I, I think Montaudul might be cursing Yahoo as we speak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably, but I just want to thank everybody that played and. and but I also want to remind people, you can be a patron and donate a dollar and get in our rant raffle, where you have a chance to rant, do a victory rant if the Saints win, or, or yell at a player or a coach when they lose, and the first person to get to do that is Allie, because she's a patron, and she got put in that raffle. She'll do that next Sunday after the Arizona game, and we'll play it next Monday. So you can donate a dollar, and you can do that, or you can, don't, or you can donate $20, and if we get 30 people to donate $20 a month... we're Make you a nice T-shirt so you can wear it with pride when you cut your lawn, or you paint your house, or you're uh, burping a baby and they spit up on you. So, uh, donate, please become consider being a patron, uh, and you get fun stuff. So, just consider it. Um... Andrew, Are we gonna give
3: give our predictions now? The rest of us? No, no. Uh,
2: yeah, we can we can do. Predictions. Might as well, right? Yeah, might as well. We'll do. You do. We'll do predictions then. We'll get to the ton of Twitter questions we have. Uh, Andrew, your prediction.
3: So I'm gonna say six and ten as well. Ooh, unfortunately, Lord. I'm I'm going with Kevin. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but
2: that's the worst yeah. season of the Sean Payton era.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's below the 7 and be, yeah, floor. I think I, I think it's gonna take them a year just to rebound from these bad draft classes and. You know, a year for Kikaha, Anthony, for, the, for this draft to really take yeah. shape. And so I, I do think next year, I think, you know, they, they could have a big rebound season. But I'm going to say 6-10 this year. Um, and for everyone that I'm wrong, what I will do is um, I will get the biggest server at my tennis club. Um, you know, he probably hits it about 115, 115 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, I'm going to have him hit serves at me. For every one I get wrong... And I will stand, you know, rear-facing at the service line. Um, so every one that I'm wrong, he gets a chance to serve. And I so me.
2: if the Saints go 12-4 and four and he gets six shots at you and he hits you all six times, how much damage is he doing?
3: Uh, well, first of all, I need to give the disclaimer. I will be protecting my head because I don't want to have a concussion. Because yeah. if, if he hits me in the head, uh, that would concuss me. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, it, it will leave. it will leave... Helps. This, I mean, if you've ever been paintballing, um, it, it'll sting worse than that.
2: How good a server is he, though?
3: How,
4: how accurate
3: is yeah, he?
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, he's not Pete Sampras. So, I mean, if you gave him six, he'd, he'd probably nail me at least twice. No,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, like, the, so, <laughs> so, so, we another reason. But it's
3: also you can't see it coming, so it's just the the sheer fear of standing on the service line in anticipation of what might hit you um, is almost worse than the actual. Yeah.
2: We don't want you guys missing on the low end though, man. If they go less than six, goddamn, that's brutal. So yeah. Dave, what's you what's your um <laughs> what's your season prediction and what would what you have to do if you were wrong?
4: Well man, everybody's really I was gonna say nine and seven, but <laughs> Andrew and Kevin going six and ten, I'm, I think I'm I'm gonna lower it. I'm gonna lower it to eight and eight. And I guess that kinda puts me in the middle too, so that uh as far as how many I'm off by, um, it might limit that. But um, So my thing is going to be everybody knows that I'm a big foodie, and I go out to you know, restaurants all the time and, and go out to eat. Fancy
3: restaurants. Yeah, I
4: go out to pretty decent restaurants, yeah. Well, anyway, um, and I actually – probably one of the places that I refuse to eat at, that I hate is Olive Garden, especially considering that I'm Italian and I grew up in an Italian family, and, and Olive Garden is just – an abomination to, <laughs> to 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 Italian cooking, but um, so, however many wins or losses I'm off by in my eight and eight prediction, I'm gonna go eat uh, dinner at Olive Garden in, c- consecutively um, and so, get a, a, you
2: know, get a get a get a um, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert like.
4: I, no, I like well, going there for I'll lunch. Make, I'll make sure to get the unlimited breadsticks. Yeah, um, that's always a sign of a good, classy Italian restaurant is unlimited breadsticks. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so if I'm <laughs> so if I'm off by like three three games, that's three meals straight, uh, three dinners straight uh, at Olive Garden, and I'll take pictures and I'll make sure that. Uh, and you'll order I dessert, order, right? And, and you will live, get dessert. We'll live tweet that bitch. And I'll order something different. I'll make sure I get a full taste of the of the menu. Uh, well, never will they smell more of nougat. <laughs> now let me and let me tell you something. Andrew's talking about getting pelted with tennis balls. Mine is way more painful.
2: <laughs>
4: mine, mine is way more painful. Well, probably more
3: damaging to your health too. <laughs>
2: mine is not damaging to my health. I don't think unless I go into shock, which is possible. Uh, for my, I'm picking the Saints. 9-7. And, and I don't know if that's going to get them a playoff spot or it'll get them jack squat. Um, but I'm picking them 9-7. And, seven. and in every game that I'm off, I have to stick my hand in a bowl of wet cat food for 30 seconds. Which is just about the grossest thing imaginable. Uh, no, a minute. A minute. Well, okay, then a minute. So if I, every every game I'm off, it'll be a minute. That's a really long time. God, that's
4: of awful. wet cat food. Of wet not cat, not
2: dry cat, food. cat food. No, dry cat <laughs> food isn't fine, but wet cat food is disgusting. And we're not talking like the good quality wet cat food. We're talking about like the ten cent like. <laughs> You can see horse eyes in it when you stick your hand in it. That quality
3: of cat Horse food. eyes.
2: Um now so, now
3: are we talking both hands at the same time or
2: No, probably do? just one.
3: But you good at your good hand or the bad hand? The good
2: hand. Because the bad okay. hand I don't have all the feeling in the nerves. <laughs> oh, that so that'd be cheating. That would be cheating. <laughs> uh, so So my wife, I'll stick it in. My wife My wife, my wife will will video it. And uh, we'll get that out there. But so Ralph, get, just
3: say I'll stick it in my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just heard that. Yeah, already. probably. Wow.
2: Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm.
3: My wife.
2: I can't believe that, that that me, the driver of the Doom Train, has the most optimism in the prediction category. That is a stunner.
3: Well, I'm commandeering the Doom Train right now.
2: I mean. I just felt like all year... You're a
4: soft. I,
3: I've run up to the cockpit. I've thrown <laughs> Ralph out of the train, and I've just put it full throttle <laughs> off the tracks. That's, what, that's what's going well, on. Well, and I you.
2: have a I have a train that's like it's like a it's like a train coming out of a uh, a fire, and I'm like I'm the captain of the Doom Train, and that's another thing that if you become a patron, you can be in the drawing. You can c- control my avatar for a week. It has to be hmm. clean, but you can
3: pick it, and you I'll
2: display whatever you choose, as long as it's not a naked woman or something. Uh, you can, if you donate a dollar, you get in that raffle too. So you should. A Ma-
3: naked man is totally fair game, though. Uh,
2: from the waist up, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we have a ton of questions. Um,
4: well, let's let, get to them.
2: Let's get to it. Uh, this is from Alfredo. If the Saints end up with the number one overall pick, do they draft Cardell Jones, Andrew?
3: Oh, oh God.
2: I hope not. They were losing at halftime, weren't they?
3: Yeah, I hope not. Yeah. Um, no, no I, you know, obviously we'll we'll see how the season plays out and we'll see uh, where the Saints are at. Yeah. Um, but I, I think from a roster standpoint, uh, right now, if I have to make a decision about where they're picking – um, defensive line seems like the oh, obvious God. one. I mean, if they, if they get a first-round pick and they can get a defensive they're a difference maker up front, um, that that would be where I, at this point, at least, where I'm strongly leaning. Uh,
2: this is from the angry ocho. He says, "What's the status of Ralph's pregame dumpster fire of doom? Smoldering, ignited, or full-on inferno? It's kind of smoldering. I mean, I'm 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 fairly optimistic. I've said all summer if the Sa- if they the Saints have if they have excellent Drew Brees, very good offensive line, and one elite offensive weapon for Drew Brees, they can get to nine and seven. And I, th- and their crappy schedule, they have all those things. I think, so I think they can get to nine and seven. So right now I'm just smoldering. Um, Andrew, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. But uh, Hans Dodd says, who who will be the next Saints media type to get into a Twitter scrum <laughs> with Juge?
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
3: um, Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully no one. I, I don't lo- like it. I don't, I don't like getting in a spat with Underhill. It, it kind of just played out that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I probably uh, should have, you know, t- Twitter's tough. You know, it's 140 characters, and you, you don't really have a lot of space to phrase things perfectly. And, you know, I probably could have done a better job of... of of saying it in a more appropriate way, but, um, you know, I think Nick tends to, uh, we, we, we know this now. He, he tends to run, he gets hot pretty quickly. He goes zero to a hundred, but, um, but, uh, it, it's all good. We, we've, we're, we're cool. And, and I, I might try to, you know, I – usually when I have one of those, I, I try to be really nice to people on Twitter for a couple weeks, you know, to, to kind of balance it yeah. out. So
2: I don't fight we're, with – We're
3: probably a couple weeks away from me, you know, getting in a spat again. Well,
2: I don't fight with media people <laughs> on Twitter just because Channel 4 doesn't like it and I write for them, so that's cool. The one thing I did do, though, is when people call us irrelevant or we don't have a traffic, we don't have an audience – I throw around the number on that podcast. It's eighty-five thousand last week. So you can call us whatever you want—dumb, stupid, ill-informed, or whatever—but don't say we don't have an audience. That was my only part. That was my. Yeah,
3: I mean, the only thing for me is—is is the insults like people think that I am a reporter or that I want to be a reporter. Um, I mean, that—that's not why I'm doing this, and that's—that's that's, I've never pretended to be that, and so. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't speak for you guys, but I, I think you guys would agree that the main reason why a lot of us do this is, is just because we like the Saints, we love the Saints, and we like to talk about it. So, yeah. opening up the dialogue and communicating with, with fans, that's really, that's it for me. Yeah. So, it doesn't I'm really go beyond shit. that.
2: <laughs> Dang, <Yeah>. Dave, <laughs> Dave uh, hands uh, Hans asked this too, but you kind of I already answered it. Saints I don't, in the f- I, don't,
4: I don't know who Hans is. I don't. I don't know any. I don't know this guy. <laughs> Don Saints, Don Sa-
2: Saints in the 2015 playoffs? Yes or no? You say no. Yeah.
4: No, I'm gonna say yes.
3: Eight and so eight. So eight and eight wins the division.
4: So, I don't. I don't really hope that they're gonna go eight and eight. I'm just choosing eight and eight because it's. You know, as, as far it's, as our better, your Olive Garden in your baby. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying. Kind of, I'm, I'm not. You're, <laughs> not, you're hedging <laughs> your bets here. Exactly. exactly. I'm trying to uh, limit, uh, limit the amount of times I need to go eat at Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> now, I think I, I think more along the lines of Ralph. I think they could be actually nine and seven. Like I said before, I wanted to make a nine and seven prediction, but Andrew and and, and Kevin really dissuaded <laughs> me and came out all depressing. Um, but uh, I, I think they could go nine. And seven. I think can make the um,
2: yes. Andrew, will
3: the new kicker
2: yeah. be loved or hated by the end of the season?
4: That's a good question.
3: Uh, that is a good question, man. It, it's just hard for me to envision things working out long term with Zach Hawker. I mean, he, he's a nobody, he came from nowhere, and I mean, I, I know he was successful somewhat at Arkansas, and yeah, and but who the he hell was Garrett Hartley? Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying
4: it can't work. Um,
3: but okay, but, that, I, I but,
4: just that, but that's the only thing. Under the Sean Payton era, era if we're going by hist, his history and what they've been able to do, Garrett Hartley is the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I hate to tell you, but like that, it's not like a great of a case, but that would be good for this year and maybe the next year or two. The, the thing as that far makes as long-term th- Morton Anderson type. Yeah,
3: um, yeah that's it's not, not happening. It. And
4: historically, if, if, it's more likely that it's going to be more like... Lindo More, and uh, yep. Dramatica uh-huh. Dramatica and uh, the guy that they drafted who never even The thing played. is the Taylor thing, Melhouse. Yeah. The, Taylor thing Melhouse. Is,
2: the thing is, oh, is with God. the with the 2015 Saints they are and, and I know you say you might say this well most teams aren't that good good enough to overcome it but the 2015 Saints are really 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 not good enough to overcome a kicker even costing them two games, like they just—they yeah. don't have any room for error. Where like the 2010, 2011 Saints team, even 2013, like they was good. To, if, if they had to like shuffle around the kicker, they'd have been okay. They might have might have trimmed off a win or two, and you go from a 13 and three to 11 and five, or 11 and f- 11 and five to 10 and six, whatever, man. This team, they can't have fucking Hawker choke up the first two weeks and have to bring in the ginger, Shane Graham, and be 0 0- yeah. and, and be and two because their kicker couldn't kick a thirty yard extra point or whatever. Like it'll it'll doom them. Like they they just can't they can't have it. So like they've got like this kicker situation. We joke. About, they've it's got to be right.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. I think if you're looking at an offense that's potentially going to regress a little bit, Uh defense that's really young and probably still going to struggle, um, I just, y- having a poor kicking game on top of that is a death sentence. I agree with you. Yeah. And the thing that makes me most nervous about this, it's really two things. Uh, number one, Hawker didn't – didn't win his job in, in training camp. Dustin Hopkins was the better kicker in training camp, and, and he, by all accounts, he looked better. The times I was out at the Greenbrier, Dustin Hopkins was more impressive. Um, Hawker was missing more kicks. Hawker outperformed Hopkins in the actual games, and uh, so it's not like this was uh, you know one way traffic where it was a clear easy decision. If any, and it really for me, it came down to the last game. I thought I still thought it was Hopkins's job until he kind of had that bad kickoff where he slipped and then he missed the 53-yarder. And, and so and, he, and, and Hocker didn't even kick in that last game. So I almost feel like he won the job by default because Hopkins had a really bad game in the fourth preseason game. So that that was the second thing. is so he, he didn't even do anything in that last game to really
1: yeah, own it. It's, it's,
3: it's, um,
2: it's a concern, you know. Yeah. It is.
3: So
2: <laughs> which former Buffalo Bill will do more for the Saints this season, Spiller or Bird? Yeah. Um, uh, geez, I don't even. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna say Bird, and I'm gonna hope that my Saints, my my flimsy Saint source and Andrew's theory comes to pass. I'm gonna say Bird, but Dave, who uh,
4: I'll definitely say Spiller. Dave. Oh man. I I I don't know why. I'm just. You know, there hasn't been much info about Spiller. Uh, You know, it was basically they said he got it scoped and they've never, you know, they were playing it off as no big deal. But I don't know why. I just, I I am just really not confident on the whole Schiller situation and his injury and and how quickly he's going to be ready. Um, And I kind of like Ralph, I'm kind of maybe, maybe I just need to bank on, on Bird coming back real soon. And if Bird plays six or seven games, I would say that might be more than Spiller plays.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is from Dylan. He says, Ralph, if the Saints sack Carson Palmer five times, would you be willing to dress like Lady Gaga for Halloween or have a picture of her avatar as your avatar? Uh, hells yes. You can <laughs> You can write that down in pen. If they sack Carson Palmer five times... Halloween's really not my thing because I'm too old for that. But Lady Gaga will be my avatar for a week, Dylan. I can promise you that. You can even pick out the photo. And it'll Come on,
3: be- five seconds.
2: So, <laughs> we're we're all about that, Dave. Um, yes, sir. Walter Football has the Falcons winning the NFC South. What are your
4: thoughts? You know, I kind of like Walter Football. I I feel like they're pretty well respected and liked. Um, past tense, like.
2: They're going to love Bryce Harris in Atlanta. They're going to love him.
4: Um, so I, I have to wonder about that. I, I feel like most people, if they're not going to pick the Saints to win the division, I feel like they're picking Carolina. They're not picking uh, Atlanta. That's kind of out of the box, you no? Know?
2: Yeah, I, mean, I mean,
4: I mean, people are complaining about their running game, their, their offensive line. I don't know. I feel like people there, – there's a lot of issues with the Falcons. There's a
2: lot of issues for everybody in the South. <laughs> yeah,
4: we'll that's see. true. That's very they, true.
2: Andrew, will somebody in the South get to 10 wins?
4: No. No. Another
3: no. Year language, yeah. I, I, I think Atlanta has improved. Uh, I think the Saints are a big enigma. Uh, I think Tampa's improved. Um, Carolina's regressed. Um, so, no, I, I don't see it happening. Uh,
2: Dave, what part of the defense will perform better, the secondary or the pass rush?
4: Secondary. Andrew? We haven't seen much from the pass rush yet. Well, see, we the started.
3: problem is if, if the pass rush is really, really bad, that's going to affect the secondary. You know, in other I mean, right. you know, if the pass rush was awesome, um, then, you know, the secondary can sometimes still be bad. Um, but it's very rare that you have a lights out secondary if your pass rush is terrible so um yeah i mean i i think it's i mean they're both going to be bad i think as a function of i mean pass rush for me is the biggest concern i just don't think this defense can get to the quarterback uh, at least not consistently and I, I that that's a big reason why i'm i'm not optimistic about this season but i i'll say pass rush is the worst part of it
2: yeah i don't i don't know the only thing with... My season preview for the Saints for WWL, which will probably be online Wednesday morning, um, I didn't even touch on, like, the defense much except for them being really young. And the only thing that that you can hope for out of this defense, I think, is – that they get better as the year goes along, and that Drew Brees is Superman for about the first six weeks, and he can win them a bunch of games by himself? Because I think they're going to be 2012 level bad right out of the gate. I, I just, you know, I really don't. Are we, are we
3: going to make game predictions? We are. And that's what I was going
2: to – we were done with the questions. The so one thing I was going to say to everybody, they had a lot of people that said they were, they were mad, they couldn't get in the fantasy, our fantasy football league. We were doing a Yahoo – Pick's League, where you pick all the NFL games every week, and you always yell at us because we're terrible at predicting. Well, you can come and, and and make your own predictions. Get with me on Twitter through the the Saints Happy Hour Twitter or my Twitter. DM me or whatever, and I'll give you the information. You can get in our Pickems League. Uh, it'll be fun. Um, hey
3: Ralph, Ralph, I thought there was a question earlier this week that I passed on to you. Did you get a chance to read that one?
2: Um, which one was that? Was let me see.
3: It was a few days ago.
2: Um, it was oh, it was it was uh, from Facebook, right?
3: Yeah, maybe.
2: Let me see. Uh, it was. What's more likely, Belichick cheating again, or the Saints winning the division? Was that it?
3: I think. Uh, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think it might be um, uh, Belichick cheating again. He cheats all the time. Yes. So we actually we um, we did have one question from Facebook. What are the odds Jameis Winston gets benched and Ryan Griffin torches the Saints secondary for 400 yards?
3: Very little. What are the odds? One to one. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, What is going on? Is is
3: Ryan Griffin the third quarterback in Tampa or
4: a backup?
2: Dave, are you trying to uh, build an engine?
4: I'm, I'm moving a body. Don't worry about it. <laughs> i taking my trash out. Um, How many quarterbacks do the Bucks have? My trash know. has a body. So they
2: have uh, Winston and they have Glennon.
3: Can oh, okay. That? Yeah. So, yeah. Griffin's probably not going to uh, play.
2: So, thanks to everybody for the question. So, now we'll get to game predictions. Andrew, uh, your game prediction for Sunday. The Saints are a three-and-a-half-point underdog in Arizona.
3: Yeah, I think the Cardinals are covering that. I, I think this is going to be a rough matchup for the Saints because I, I think defensively the Cardinals are pretty good, and I, I think it's going to be hard for the Saints to to get much going uh, against that defense. And then I, I just think the Saints defensively are young, and Carson Palmer is going to come out and make some good plays. Um, so, I... I think it's it's not going to be a, a great start to the season for the Saints. I kind of expect the uh, Cardinals to win this one by a couple touchdowns. Ooh, a
2: couple touchdowns. What's the score? I mean, I,
3: you know, listen, I, I don't know why that, that, that pick is so surprising. I mean, I know that I, I'm obviously, like Kevin said, look, I'm going to watch the games. I'm going to root for the Saints, and I hope things work out. Uh, this team has shown me nothing in preseason, and I realize most of it is not the starters. Um, but I, I think when you look at a team – you look at you know four times four, so you know sixteen quarters of football. Um, I, we we've had what two out of sixteen look yeah. promising. Um, that that's that for me that that just is a sign of a, of a very poor football team. So we'll see.
2: Dave. Oh well, and Andrew, who if they lose, who will be the go to the game?
3: Go to the game. I am going to go with. Oh, I hate to say this. I really do. But I'm going with Delvin, bro. Ooh. I think it'll be his first start. He'll be a little antsy. The pass rush isn't going to get anything going, and he is just going to get torched. And all these Saints fans that are excited about him are going to be crushed. <laughs> Dave, what's your prediction?
4: Um, yeah, once again, Andrew goes first and really brings me down. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, they're going to lose. Saints are going to lose. Maybe not that badly. But, you know, maybe they'll get some points. Would
3: you, you have picked them to win if I was really talking them up before that?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were just going to do the whole stupidly optimistic thing and just pick them to win, but I guess we're being realistic, so I'm going to have to choose them, pick them to lose. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll say um, I'll say they lose
2: 2721.
4: Ooh, that's close. And, um... I'll say the GOAT of the game. I'm assuming you mean the actual <laughs> <laughs> GOAT, yeah. not, the, not the acronym for greatest of all time. No. Um... <laughs> I'll I'll go with uh, Drew Brees. The Saints Ooh. are going to get down early, and they're going to have to play catch up. And Drew Brees is oh, going to no. force go take happy. Yeah, he's going to force a bunch Ugh. of Because uh, he's remember that game against Arizona a couple of years a few years ago. When he threw four Don't interceptions. Yeah. Uh, so, how, how many uh, picks, Dave? How many picks? Uh, maybe like two. Maybe two. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, oh, and uh, people are going to be like, "Oh, it's this Drew Brees again this year. Uh, he's." Let's get Grayson in there. Let's get Grayson in there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Ralph, I, man, please talk me off the ledge. I'm gonna. I'm not
2: gonna. I don't know if I can talk you off the ledge, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I think they're gonna lose two. I just, I just. You can't trust this defense on the road. At least they've shown you nothing of last year and in the preseason. They, you can't trust them on the road. And they're gonna lose twenty-seven to twenty-one. But.
4: Oh, no, that's my score.
2: That's my that's your score. But I'm going to say Marcus Murphy's going to run the opening kickoff back. So it'll be a really fun kickoff to the to the 2015 year and we'll go nuts on Twitter. And it's going to the game is going to be right there for the Saints to win. But their defense <laughs> is just going to suck on third down. And Arizona's <laughs> just going to complete a bunch of third downs late that are like third and 10. Third and twelve, you know, third and six, and, and just
1: bleed. I hope, I hope all and
3: listeners are drinking right now. And
2: just bleed, <laughs> and just bleed that clock dry, and you're just going to see sad Rob Ryan walking up and down the sideline, and they're just the defense just isn't going to be able to get off the field, and it's going to drive us
0: bananas,
2: and we're going to be drunk and we're going to be sad. But I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be this nut kick disaster that Juge thinks it's going to be.
3: So po- post game Twitter, is it going to be angry Saints fans or is it yes. going to be depre- depressed? An- Saints fans? Angry. Angry.
2: Uh, it's going to be it's going to be angry because there's going to be a lot of third downs that no matter how bad you think this defense is, you're going to be a, like they're going to be like, you got to get off the field on third and fifteen, and they just won't be able to because they won't be able to get a pass rush.
3: You know, and they have a they're gonna have a
2: bunch of young kids playing in the secondary, and that's just a, that's just a bad combination. The only hope, man.
3: I wish Kev, I wish Kevin was still here and <laughs> at least be a ray of sunshine. Although he picked him to go six and ten, so I maybe not. Yeah.
2: He did. This was a this was a sad, somber podcast. But we promise we're gonna be jo- jovial during the year, no matter how bad it is, because you people love to listen, and we love to have you. So. Um, you know, uh, good luck to everybody that's in the fantasy football leagues. If you're not in ours, but good luck to everyone. It's fantasy football. It's gambling. It's fun. Uh, gamble recklessly. Drink recklessly. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. They have the threads during the game. Uh, go to Saints Nation. Andrew will have his grades, which we love. I think I expect Andrew to be really, really angry post game about the pass rush, and he's going to be doling out a lot of Fs. But Marcus Murphy's going to get an A+. Plus. That's my fun prediction. Um, so uh, for Kevin, who's at a barbecue, probably hitting on a middle-aged woman. Uh, and you can find Kevin on Tinder, uh, as okay, always. Okay, Tinder. Oh, okay, Tinder. You can find okay, him there, okay, there okay, so, Tinder. as always. Uh, so for Kevin, uh, for Dave, for Andrew, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, uh, the bar is closed.